You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast, where we celebrate vulnerability and shameless living. No topic is off limits when you're chatting with your besties. Let's own our worth and walk empowered towards truth together. Hello. Happy Wednesday, friends. Hi, y'all. We're back. We're back at it this week. We were just talking about how it feels like... Last week was like a million years ago. I know. But um, it was a good episode, and thank you for listening listening to us rant for about an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, we got a lot of feedback, which was um, unexpected, but awesome. Yes. A lot of good feedback. It was. Should, should we start with the review then, now that we're talking about feedback? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Just like get right into it. Um, okay, we are going to be re- reading our review of the week <laughs> now that that's a thing it's a thing <laughs> i'll read it this time we're just randomly selecting them guys we don't have that many so um <clears throat> please still help <laughs> yeah um okay so this one was five stars from Mackenzie barnes 13 and she says phenomenal podcast this podcast is what i look forward to throughout my week Everything it promotes is beautiful, and I can truly feel God's love through these people. You will not regret giving it a listen. Oh, thank you. Super sweet. Thank you so much, Mackenzie. Mackenzie. Um, yeah, we're up to 42 ratings now, guys. So, again, keep them coming. Let's try to get what? Let's make a goal. Let's make a goal by what's it now? It's February 20th. 20th. I want to make it a goal by. Mark. June that we have a oh. hundred ratings. Yeah, that's actually more. I was like, like March, like March, March first, one hundred ratings. <laughs> okay, yeah, June first. By June first, we have a hundred ratings reviews. Reviews. That's yeah. The, yeah. I feel like you guys can make that happen for sure. Yeah, let's do this together, y'all. Let's yes. rally. All right, so we have an awesome guest coming on today. We will not announce her just yet, but we're going to roll on into our happies and crappies so that mm-hmm. we can do it before she walks in the door. So hit me with yours. Um, my crappy, I'm going to start with my crappy. Okay. My crappy this past week was Michael was gone forever. He was gone from last Sunday to this Sunday, um, which like... I'm like we did long distance for forever, so I'm like fine on my own. But I like really missed him towards the end. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe that's a happy too because I like actually miss my husband when he's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but my happy, I have a couple new clients for like personal training, and I'm starting to realize like I've always known that I love training, but like that I love those like hour-long sessions where it's kind of like therapy Mm -hmm. and training at the same time. Um, So I think my happy is just like spending time with those clients and that like hour where we just get to like work out but also like work out what's going on in our heart at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes they'll call me their therapist, which is hilarious because I'm not certified to to do therapy at all. (laughs) But it's just like something I love to do. I just love listening. So that's my happy, those hours in the week. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. You know how I feel about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. You like group classes. I do. I like group classes too, but I like... But I'm glad that you love that. Like I know. Someone's got to do it. And um, it's not that I don't like it. I just would rather be in front of a group. Yeah. Like I get more out of that. Which is interesting because mm-hmm. you're like more introverted than I am. Mm-hmm. I guess. I feel like I'm 
I come off as that, but I'm really not. Yeah. Like I feed off of being around people all the time. Yeah. So I don't that's like what a lot you need. Alone time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. Maybe I don't have enough alone time, so I like those one on ones. Could be. Anyway. What are yours? So, um, I'll start with my crappy too. I had a double header wedding weekend this past weekend, and it's not that um, I was the second shooter at them, so I wasn't the main photographer, but I really enjoyed both of the weddings, and both of the photographers I shot for are awesome, but the first one was outside, like the actual ceremony was outdoors, covered, but still outdoors, and I wasn't aware of that (laughs) and I got there and so I was wearing this like chiffon black top and did not leave or I left my fleece jacket in the car and then you know once the ceremony starts going and you're a photographer like like you you can't just like leave and come back yeah so I was like all right I guess I'm just gonna freeze my butt off for a little bit of time and like right before the ceremony was about to start rain just started like gushing down and it was like super windy like blowing sideways blowing tables over and like all their stuff was knocking over and I was like oh dear god did Um, it ruin the wedding no no it was fine like it ended up calming down a little bit for the actual ceremony itself but I was so cold and like (laughs) by the end I could hardly feel my fingers I was like I gotta go inside real quick and just literally thaw out because oh my god I'm so cold I can't even move anymore so. that's the worst feeling um, that like biting cold feeling uh, yeah when you can't escape it and it takes forever once mm-hmm. you get inside to like warm up yeah so like she went the other photographer went in to like chat with the bride and groom about the plan for family portraits and I sprinted to my car grabbed my yeah, I gotta go fleece and came back in yeah so that was kind of a crappy but you know I lived um, and then my we happy, survived. <laughs> I survived. Um, my happy was Jordan and I had the most fun date night ever on Friday. We went to the Acro Yoga Workshop. Yes. At Axis Yoga. They had um, these two instructors come in from West Virginia, actually. Their names are Nate and Angie. They're awesome. And they go over all the different, like, methods safety first um and all the different like tricks you can do so if you don't know what acro yoga is a lot of people think it's aerial yoga when you're like hanging from the ceiling in those like silks yeah that's not what it is it's when you're like using um your partner for balancing like you have a base and a flyer kind of like like cheerleading cheerleading. Yeah. yeah so you know you'd play airplane as a kid where <laughs> do your I dad know? would put his legs up and he'd balance on his feet that's well i'm talking to them <laughs> I know you know what it means. You saw my Instagram stories. No, no, no. Which, I mean like airplane. Like I used oh, to play that yes, all the yes, time. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, same. Um, with my brothers and my and my dad. But yeah, that's what you do and you end up like doing all these tricks and going upside down and it, it looks like really crazy and then you try it and you're like, oh, like I can actually do that. There's yeah, a, it did look a few really cool. And a lot of laughs and it was just like really fun. And then I kind of made Jordan do it. I, like, signed him up for it and was like, we're doing this. <laughs> and he actually was like, that was really fun. Oh, so good. A, it looked victory. so cool. I was I was uh, watching it on Instagram, and I was like, that's dope. It was fun. It was really fun. I had a great time. I'm like, we should do this for our first dance instead. Oh, yeah, a little acro yoga action <laughs> in the middle of the dance floor. He's like, I don't know about you doing that in a wedding gown, but, I mean, it would be different. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so... Moving on, right before um, we have our guests come on, we really quickly wanted to make a super 
important announcement. Yeah. Um, next, no, two Thursdays from now. Yeah, two March weeks from tomorrow. 7th, we are hosting an event at Axis Yoga. Mm-hmm. It's called Sweat and Shop. Um, so it's going to be basically like a heart and soul event, but like also soul fitness because mm-hmm. that's like actually what we're going to be doing is working out. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be from six o'clock to eight o'clock PM. Again, Axis Yoga and Luminous Station. And it's $15 a ticket. You have to sign up ahead of time because we can only take how many people? Like 40? Yeah. There's a limited amount of space. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a cardio dance class that I'm going to lead. And then Catherine is going to lead... Um, the finisher as like a like hit cardio core, core situation type situation, yeah. And then there are gonna be lots of different vendors there that you can hang out with and shop with afterwards. So who, yeah. who do we have coming? We've got Missio Hair, we've got Half United, um, Clean Juice, Adapt Kitchen, Squeak, Squeak, Cravings, um, Mission Made Jewelry, and Hallelujah. Yep. Yeah. So that's a perfect segue into today's guest. Yes. So today's guest is the owner of Hallelujah Boutique in Wilmington. Actually, it's in Wrightsville Beach. So if you have not been there and you're a woman, where where have you been living? (laughs) What have you been doing? Because it's so cute. Um, Their style is very like boho, beachy, Mm -hmm. um, kind of like casual, cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But... Really affordable prices, um, really cute clothes. A lot of local jewelers um, and like artisans will present their work in there and sell their jewelry or or handbags. Um, So it's just like a really cool, cute shop. But beyond that, it's run by two amazing people, the Yearwoods. Um, And so today we're going to be sitting down and chatting with Catherine Yearwood, who owns Hallelujah. Yeah, we can't wait for you guys to hear from her. Yeah. All right, y'all. Uh, Catherine Yearwood just walked in to the building. <laughs> just as you got done telling her not to tap on I the know, table. I know. I just told her not to tap on the table, and here I am, like, beating it like a drum. Lead by example. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Do as I say. Um, well, we already did a little bit of an intro for who you are, but um, I just want to say that I, you know that I'm obsessed with you. Before... <laughs> Before I even moved to Wilmington, I used to go to Hallelujah because my grandma lived here, and I would visit Wilmington in the summers, and I would go to Hallelujah, obviously, <laughs> to shop. And I remember walking in. I don't think you were there that this day, but I walked in and met maybe your husband, and I was like, if I ever move here one day, could this possibly turn into a job for me? <laughs> he was like, who are you? <laughs> Um, because I always just like loved the vibe every time I walked in. And then when I moved here, I like got real geeky and like went onto your website and watched your video and like fell in love with your story and then now I'm there pretty much every weekend. I love this. I never knew all this. Yeah, it's creepy. (laughs) Like it's really creepy. And then I started like following you on Instagram. Well, I've been following you on Instagram for a while Mm -hmm. and I would like tag you and all this stuff and I remember the first time we met you were like, wait, are you at K-Call? And I was like, Guilty. Because <laughs> I like always commented. Me God, and Carly would like tag each other. And I got so excited because that would like make my day. Yeah, I would crack <laughs> up every single time y'all were tagging each other. I'm like, yes, there they are again. Yes. I love it. So That's why I love Instagram so much. Yeah. yeah, it really connects people yeah. or creeps them out. Yeah. One or the other. <laughs> kind of both good. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, I feel like I'm sitting next to like a celebrity oh crush my right gosh. now. <laughs> yeah. It's like an honor oh. sharing the same name as wow. you. 
that. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of greatness in Catherine's, right? Yeah. Yes. Except the one on The Bachelor this season. Yes. Oh, she was Okay, not I know nothing good. about this. I, I don't want to. Oh, oh girl. Mm. First of all, you need to go back and watch. <laughs> we'll get there later, though. But I know a little bit about you, but can you just tell us a little bit about who you are as a person, like outside of Hololu, like what... Who you are. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, really you can take it wherever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. Um, uh, well, I guess, I don't know. I, a lot of, I grew up in Wrightsville Beach, um, and I love Wrightsville Beach, and I feel like I have such a heart for my community. I'm like fourth generation Wrightsville Beach. Oh, yeah. Okay? You're holding it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My grandmother's uh, like opened one of the first hotels on Wrightsville Beach back in the long time ago, like four generations ago. But wow. So I just feel like I have really deep roots in Wrightsville Beach, but grew up there. Um, I have really cool family. We grew up traveling on a sailboat. We um, <laughs> spent a lot of time in the Bahamas and my dad was an entrepreneur and he would kind of start and sell businesses. And so we would travel whenever he had just sold a business. And a big part of like our growing up was like him always coming up with a new idea. And so that was a big part of like our schooling even because we were homeschooled, my sisters and I. And so he would always like be like, okay, now today y'all have to come up with a new business plan and we would have to like <laughs> create oh new businesses. <laughs> That's so cool. So, I love that. What a great idea as a dad. Yeah, yeah. They were definitely always like challenging us in different ways. And so I feel like my upbringing really came from, you know, just having really different experiences. Um, so I think that really shaped a lot of who I am and just being around different cultures and, and just loving that, just loving being around people and learning from people and new experiences. Um, so I think that really shaped a lot of who I am. So, so I always grew up wanting to travel and want to do like start my own business. I knew like in the back of my mind, like I always wanted to do my own thing. Um, it's like in your blood. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's a lot of, of, of like, I think my heart and soul is. Oh, um, so pun intended. Yeah, really wasn't. <laughs> but um, I don't know how far and deep you want me to go. Oh, like, we'll get I, to all the places. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's really cool, though. Yeah, I didn't know that stuff. about you. I know that is like such a cool life. So, when was it that you fell in love with fashion, particularly, and what do you think it was that inspired that? Well, I was major tomboy. Um, again, like growing up on a sailboat, like we were outside all the time. Um, we like had to catch our own dinner so we did a lot of spear fishing we that is insane <laughs> yeah I feel like I'm in castaway <laughs> <laughs> it was castaway in a lot of ways uh we definitely didn't have air conditioning or refrigeration it was like it was like camping everybody's like oh wow your family must be rich or whatever I'm like no 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 it's like it was <laughs> this is not, our home yeah, yeah this is not glamping no it was like rough life like yeah. so so yeah so um I, what was the question again? Oh, fashion. Yeah. Um, so I was a major tomboy, and I grew up just, like, surfing and wakeboarding and, you know, anything and everything outside. And I was definitely more um, – I, I really didn't think about fashion that much. But then I guess I was, like – I was really into, like, my whole tomboy thing. So I, like, came out with some really cool outfits, apparently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, my friends would always, like, steal my clothes. I have two older sisters, and they would always steal my clothes as well. And so um, I think that I started to recognize that. I was like, oh, why do people want my stuff or whatever? And so I, I was always into fashion. I think I was just such a tomboy. I didn't recognize it as that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I worked in surf shops growing up, and that is actually where I got, like, pushed into fashion. I moved to California after high school, and I was working in a surf shop. 
Um, and while I was there, I would, I was just working really hard. I loved like merchandising and redressing mannequins and trying to help other people do their job and just anything I could. Like, I, I just love the environment. Um, and so one day one of the owners came up to me and, and said, have you heard about the assistant buyer position that has become available? And I didn't think twice about it. It wasn't anything that I ever thought that I was capable of. Normally, the, like people that get these jobs have just come out of fashion school or have prior experience. Right. So when she said, I was like, oh, yeah, so-and-so is interested in it. I think so-and-so is r- really going to get the job, da 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 And she said, Catherine, why don't you apply for the job? And I was in community college at the time, and I was like, why would you ever think that I would be able to do that? Yeah. But, of course, I went for the job since she said that she was one of the owners so I was like well maybe I should um so I ended up getting the job and two weeks in I you know I was doing everything I could to try to learn like everything possible about it um and two weeks in they fired the head buyer made me the head buyer which was absolutely terrifying whoa yeah because it was it, I mean I really wasn't trained but they were like figure it out I mean it was I had to figure out wow. everything from like budgets and you know finances and you know buy, you know going to trade shows and all this stuff that I, I really I just had to figure it out myself so that was kind of my like super super shove and push into fashion and I was and and so it, as soon as I was pushed into that role I was like oh this, I love this, this is it, and yeah. it just clicked. It was like, it was like absolutely like I can do this. And yeah. I, that was the first time that I felt like I, I was talented in something and I felt like I had found my niche. And so that's really where I kind of was, fell in love with fashion. That's How so long cool. were you in California? Five years. Okay. Okay. You want me to really backtrack and make more funny things? Okay. So, yeah, I want funny so, things. Um, so I dropped out of high school. Yes. High school dropout right here. <laughs> yes, people. That's okay. awesome. High school dropout turned business owner. <laughs> I know. So, yeah. So, backtracking a bit. Um, yeah. So, in high school, that's where I started my first business. Um, and I was making money and getting in trouble for it. So, <laughs> I was going to get kicked out. So, I tried to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I tried to beat him to the punch. So, that's why I dropped out. And um, as soon as I did that, I knew that I instantly had titled myself like a loser, you you know, it was like, oh, you're a high school dropout. Like, you mm-hmm. know, they make songs about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I knew that I was going to have to work twice as hard as anybody else to try to prove myself and um, to try to gain any respect from people from then on. So I immediately um, enrolled in high school to get my high school degree, and I got three jobs to support myself. Um, because my parents were kind of like, okay, now what are you gonna do with your life? Because you got to figure it out. Yeah. Um, so, so I, I, that's where I, um, so I dropped out of high school and I worked three jobs, and that's when I realized that I was like in a bad group of people, and that I really needed to change my life. And one of the biggest things was I had a, a best friend that I grew up with, and we'd known each other since we were three years old. And she sat me down one day and was like, like, where are you going with this? Like, what? what's your plan for your life? I'm like, whoa, you're coming at me, you know? Like, who are you? You're like, you're my best friend. You're supposed to support me through everything. Um, But it was really her, like, saying, like, who are you? Like, what are you doing that made me realize that I need to, like, reevaluate my life and really make some hardcore changes? Um, So that's why I moved to California. I was like, I need need a fresh start. I need to start over. I need to, like, reset. I need to surround myself with new people. And so that's, so I moved to California when I was 18. 
um, and started going to community college and that's where everything kind of changed. I really just was like, you know what? I need to start going to church. I need to surround myself with good people. I need to volunteer. I need to like set myself up for things that are good yeah. um, and yeah. put good things in my life. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's how so cool. I got to California. I never yeah. knew that about you. <laughs> yes. I, I love, love you, that. <laughs> I love what you said too about like how you didn't know what the heck you were doing and you just had to figure it out. Cause I feel like when you're in college, you're you have you're under this impression that when you get out, like everyone else has it all together. They know what they're knows gonna what do. They're doing life. and yeah. like knows what they're gonna do. And then you graduate, interview for jobs, and and then you get the job based on your confidence, and you realize nobody knows what they're doing. Yeah, like, <laughs> right. You, you just like have to figure it out. And I think it's your your confidence and your like. I think it's your grit too. And your grit that actually gets you places, not necessarily everything that you know. Right. So absolutely. I love that story because that's such a like testament to that in and of itself. So yeah, and I think that no matter how much like people are like, oh yeah, you got to figure it out. I'm like, mm-hmm. not really. <laughs> yeah, like every single <laughs> day on it. We're all just like, yeah, we're all one day at a time. Right? Yeah, I love that. That's so cool. <laughs> that was your question. You should ask that one. Okay, so because I'm obsessed with Hallelu, I obviously <laughs> want to know, like, what did you envision Hallelu to be like before it opened? And, like, when did you come up with the idea to start your own boutique? Okay, so so lived in California for five years, um, fell in love, met my husband, got married. Oh, we'll get back to that. <laughs> yes, we're coming back to that. Mm-hmm. So, so after we got married, um, he was working for this ministry called Walking on Water, and they produced surf videos, and they had just made a documentary on a East Coast um, surfer, and so they, they would tour these videos all around the world. And so they wanted to set up an East Coast headquarters um, and tour the video. And um, since he was on staff, he was one of the um, – he was on staff, and they – wanted a connection to the east coast and since my parents still had a house here we're like kind of right in the center with north carolina they said dave you're gonna do it and so um so i so it was one of those things where i had finally found my niche i really was like oh this is what i'm gonna do for the rest of my life i want to work at the surf shop forever like yeah that, that was it um and then he comes and said oh we're moving and i was like no we're not no, mm. <laughs> like, um, no, I, I don't think so. Um, so it took a lot of, a lot of prayer and, uh, faith in the Lord that he was going to change my heart because I was definitely also not looking back to going back to who I was mm. like, you know, like you when, have all those memories, like that you were trying to start fresh from. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And just thinking like, oh, well I kind of like moved and left that person behind and like everybody that knows me at home, like knows me as this one person and mm-hmm. this is not who I am anymore. Um, you know, so just all these fears of like going back and like people, you know, just trying to like be the person that I was and, and you know, there's just so many fears involved and it really was the Lord that had to change my heart. And so once we moved, I, I was in a place where I was so excited to be home. And then the Lord started to cultivate this, like, love for my community. And and I started to understand, like, what a great place it was that we were from. Um, So once I I got back, it was one of those things where it was like, okay, well, what can I do with fashion? There's not – I mean, this was, you know, like 15 years ago, 14 years ago when we moved back. And there really wasn't a lot – opportunity in this town. There was, like – there wasn't, like, even a Forever 21. There was no, like – and there was like two boutiques in town and, um, and so, 
I was really worried about like what I was going to do with my life. So we moved back. My husband is traveling 180 days out of the year. Um, Yikes. <laughs> we're living in my parents' house. They don't live there, but we're living in my parents' house. And I'm sitting here looking at my life again going like, okay, now I'm a loser again. Like, what am I doing with my life? Like, what, what am I going to do? Um, I was working in a surf shop. I was um, working at K38 and waiting tables. And I was just like, you know what? I, I know that the Lord has created me for more. And, and, um, he was really just like building this love for my community. And, and so I had a heart and I was like, I just want a place where I feel like I can like feed into people and like a place where I can also create opportunity for other people. Um, so, you know, I kind of got to this place where it was like, if there's not opportunity for me here, I have to create my own opportunity. Mm. Um, so I started to really realize, well, it's up to you. Like, who's going to come up to you and be like, oh, I have this great thing that I think you should do. Um, no, it was really up to me to uh, figure out a way. So that's when I really started doing research on how to start a business and how to write a business plan. Um, and so I did that for about a year, just like praying and really trying to figure out like what it was that my heart and desire was to um, do. And so that's kind of where I came up with a boutique. I would love to have just have a place where I could um, love on people, anybody that walked in the door and also like sell uh, like items that local artists made, really invest into other people that are trying to build their business. Um, so that was kind of where it started was just like, okay, maybe I could do something where I can just like have a place where I can offer things to other people. Yeah. Yeah. You, um, you brought up community a few, a few times during that. And I can, every time, I think the reason I felt so comfortable walking into Hallelujah before I lived here was because it did feel like this little, like sweet community. Um, like you come in and you already feel like someone wants to like know you, mm -hmm. you know, like you feel loved, you feel valued and you're like, I'm just this vacationer, you know, <laughs> like you don't know who I am. So how important has community been in like building and maintaining this business? Oh, it's everything. I think, um, it, it, I mean, it really is. I mean, even the way that we hire our staff, we really look for people that are involved in in ways of serving and serving um, our community, you know, outside of what we do. So everything we do is based on how we can serve other people. Um, when we train people, we really like to train people that are like that haven't done retail because we have a whole different way of looking at it. Um, so it's all really about trying to get to know people that walk in the door and really trying to build relationships. And that's why we try to get your name to know your name. We write it on chalkboard so we can try to get to know you. Mm -hmm. Um, it really is about like getting to know the people that are in our lives every single day, because I think it's so easy just to interact with people and then not really build relationships. You know, mm. you can see people every single day and then just not go deep. And so we just look for those opportunities to create real conversation. Um, and sometimes that can end up in, you know, somebody telling us, you know, their mom's dying of cancer and we're all crying, you know, and, yeah. and sometimes that, that's how it looks and you walk mm -hmm. in. And so if you walk in the doors and we're all crying, you know, <laughs> yeah. like something just happened. <laughs> yeah. We're, yeah. we're doing life with people, but yeah. you know, it might not look like a professional level that you would experience it. Like, you know, Banana Republic, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love like the team culture too, that you've cultivated. Cause I can tell just from like, I follow some of your employees on Instagram and like, and on your stories, I've seen, like, your little, like, get-togethers together. So what is your, like, philosophy on how you train your team and, like, the, the culture that you want to cultivate? 
at the shop. Yes, I definitely believe that. I mean, I, I kind of warn people. I'm like, hey, you're coming into a family, you know, like mm-hmm. families can be messy, you know, but we just keep pushing through it, you know. So um, I really look at, at it as like, no, we're going to be in your life for the rest of your life. <laughs> and, yeah. and we really have been able to do that. We've been open for 13 years now. And looking back, you know, we are you know, some of my best friends are like our first employees. Um, and so just finding ways to continue to invest, even in those relationships, like those are so important to us. And so we do try to build a culture to where it's like, we are family. Mm. Um, so, so I think in that, like we're all in it together and, and even my employees have a, such a heart for what we do, um, because they see it, you know, it's not mm-hmm. just like, like team bonding, you know, it's like, right. no, they live it. They do it. They breathe it. You know, they, you know, have to do like jobs. I'm sure they never hoped they would do, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, but that's what you do as family. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so I think we really just are all in it together, you know, and we always try to look for ways that we can invest in them as well. You know, whenever they have, they tell me that, Oh, I'm really into marketing. Um, I think I might want to pursue that one day. Then I'll be like, okay, well, um, here's a job. This is what you're going to do. Mm, yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So I really try to push them and even, you know, push them beyond what they think they're capable of. They get super nervous sometimes. They're like, wait, you're not giving me instruction. And I'm like, no, because I want to see your creativity. I want to mm-hmm. see like who God's made you to be and like what you're supposed to be doing. So I really try to push people into, you know, finding their niche. If they do have an interest in fashion or marketing or merchandising or modeling, photography, anything, um, then I really try to push them almost to their limits to be able to see, okay, is this something you want to pursue? Um, so I think they see that too. Um, yeah, that's they so empowering. It. That's like everything yeah. you could ask for and more from a mentor slash boss. So yeah, that's <laughs> obviously amazing. you're doing a really good job. Yeah. I can I can just like sense it when you go in there and like. Oh yeah, see you it can feel it. Media. The vibe, the yeah. vibe, man, for sure. <laughs> All about the vibes. So <laughs> when you are like thinking about um, who is walking in the door and like who you're buying for, who would you say is your ideal client? Um, I, I mean, we definitely have a customer base. So, it, you know, when I started, um, my whole thing was I wanted a place where I could shop because, um, again, we were in ministry. We had to raise support and we didn't have any money. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so exactly. I, there wasn't a big budget for me to be able to shop and I love to shop. So I, when I started, I really wanted to, you know, offer a, a affordable price point. Um, and I, I wanted to be my own customer. I wanted, you know, just to be able to buy things for people that were my friends or like I wanted to, you know, buy things that I would wear. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, my customer base, I mean, I was early 20s when I started so that was kind of my customer base was you know that young you know um young professional or college age um person that can afford to yeah I mean that you know is affordable price point yeah yeah that's what I love most about is <laughs> I know I can still afford it yeah, yeah. exactly and I shopped right. there in college and I was able to afford yeah it. yeah it says a lot yeah. it really <laughs> does say a lot college. that's awesome Ooh. and it's cute like it's and it's quality it's not like bad clothing right. you know it's not yeah. like you're going in there and getting like no I, I mean, I go to Forever 21 still, but yeah. like yeah. every time I go to Forever 21, I expect it to break, right. you know, like right. it's right. like $7 yeah. for a shirt. Right. Where, 
I feel like you have really good quality clothing. I mean, my whole closet is you. So, um, every time I just went to church, I bought a sweater there this weekend and I just went to church and I wore it on Sunday and everyone was like, did you get, like they knew, they're like, hallelujah. And I was like, yeah. Wow. I love that. You don't know how much that means to me, honestly. You really don't. Um, so you have brought up this idea of a family business and what some people might not know about you is that you and your husband Mm -hmm. run this business together. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's take it back. <laughs> How did you meet Dave? Okay, so I was working at the surf shop, and Dave was a competitive surfer at the time. And one of his sponsors was this surf shop. And he would say <laughs> that he wasn't a very good competitive surfer, <laughs> that he wasn't winning a lot of contests, and so he wasn't making a lot of money. And so they he would come and say hey how can I make more money to the his sponsors and they'd be like well come work at the shop so he would come and work every once in a while at the shop and it was a a really big shop there's two different levels like all the surfboards and the guys would kind of work upstairs and we worked down below Mm -hmm. um so we didn't we didn't like we would knew each other like in passing but we we had probably worked together for like I'd seen him for like a year and um, but I didn't know him and all, all the girls that I worked with were like in love with him. And I was like, ew, gross. Like, I hate, like, you know, I'm not going to be like the person that's like, oh yeah, I'm so in love with him as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I kind of just like didn't pay any attention to him. And then one night, um, he was like, Hey, what are you doing tonight? We're all like going out to dinner, like a bunch of us from the shop. And, um, so I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'll go. And so we, Ended up sitting beside each other and started talking. And, you know, I'm a girl from the East Coast, grew up fishing and being so outdoorsy. And he started talking about fishing and, like, shooting guns and stuff. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, this is the guy that's, like, and, like, you know, people I'd met in California weren't like him. I can just say yeah, that. Like, this is my yeah. homie. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh, we can, like, relate and talk about stuff. So um, so we ended up having a lot of fun. And then he was like, hey, you want to go surfing tomorrow? And so we ended up hanging out, like, every single day for two weeks and I told him at the time I this was before like I was a buyer or anything I was just working there when I was going to college and I was getting ready to leave for a study abroad in Spain um so I so this was two weeks before I was getting ready to leave like I had hung out with him and so I kind of you know I was just like oh we're just hanging out with friends and then I was like oh by the way like next week I'm I'm leaving for six months oh my gosh (laughs) and he was like like a movie (laughs) yeah and uh he like by the end of the week, he was like, you know what? It it really sucks you're leaving because I really like you and I would like to pursue this. And that was like one of the biggest turn ons, I think, was like the fact that he was intentional and he was honest. I feel like I had dated so many guys that were just like mm-hmm. would never express how they felt or like anything. So, so I was like, oh, wow. Okay. You know what? Well, I'm leaving. Like, what yeah. do you want me to tell you? And he was like, you know, can we, can I continue to pursue you while you're you know, on your study abroad? And I was thinking, sure. Uh, I mean, I, like, uh, what does that look like? Right. I don't know. Like, and okay. Again, this was a long time ago. This is like before, like the internet was like easily accessible. Um, especially when you're traveling. So, so I was like, Oh, well, sure. Okay. And then, so I go back to North Carolina. This was like right over Christmas and I was spending like, um, two weeks with my family, um, before I was leaving for the study abroad. So I went home for two weeks and we ended up talking on the phone every single day. Um, he ended up sending me flowers and I was like, Oh my gosh, like he's really pursuing, like I'd never had a guy pursue me in this way. And and so I, I was like, oh my gosh, am I going to like, you know, here I am six months. Like everything that I want to do is just like experience where I am. I don't want to be thinking about like 
him or like, mm -hmm. you know, being like, like wanting to come home or anything. So I was like, you know what, maybe I should really just like go, I don't know, what should I do? And then I ended up having an issue with my passport and um, they hadn't cleared it. I can't remember exactly what happened, but they, there was like, either you have to go to New York or you have to go to, um, somewhere in Northern California to like go, you can like go pick it up, but you're not gonna get it cleared unless you like present these papers. I can't remember what happened. So anyway, I found an excuse, oh, it was LA. I found an excuse to have to go back to California basically because of my passport. And I'm like, well, maybe I shouldn't like go well, I'm here. <laughs> I mean, maybe we should see if this is real. So I go back to California. I go and get my passport figured out in LA. And then I'd like, so naturally he's like, okay, well let's go hang out. And I was there for a week and we ended up having like the most insane nights. Like, I mean, it was stuff that was literally out of a movie. Like uh, his friends happened to be playing um, in the band. And like, so we went down and watched his band and they were like giving shout outs to him. And like everybody in the crowd's like, you know, pointed Dave. Oh and, and so I was sitting here like, who is this guy? You know, like yeah. this is surreal. And then after that we would go to his sponsor and they'd be like, oh yeah, here, pick out some clothes. And then he would like, you know, get all all these clothes for me and I'm like wow this is like this is my dream, dream man yeah. this is like a clothes. episode of The Bachelor I right. know it is yeah, The Bachelor right. <laughs> it, it really was like old school and I mean but anything from like going to Denny's like we would it'd it, 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 it be like, like 1 o'clock and you know we'd be going to Denny's and we'd be having meals fun and it was like it wasn't naturally like what we were doing it was the fact that we were having fun no matter what we were doing mm -hmm. so that was kind of like okay yeah i'm really into this guy all right um so so anyways i fly back home go to spain um he continues just to do things that are like incredibly sweet and supportive like you know i'm going through things and um experiencing all this stuff and um that is awesome and um and we continue to date and i would say probably like three months into being at Spain, I mean, we were just communicating through email and the way that he would like encourage me and send me like verses and um, like challenge me and really like ask me like, you know, some rooted questions and made me think about things. Um, we started talking about marriage like three months in and I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. But how old were you at this time? I was 21. Just okay. turned 21. So you're wow. still a little baby. Wait, 20. I think I was 20. Yeah. So wow, still, okay. still a child. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, through that time, I was kind of like, oh, yeah, like, he's amazing. Um, so, I, at the end of the six months, I um, I had to cut, well, no, I, I guess I had planned it, but my best friend was getting married. Um, she was 21, and I thought she was insane for getting married. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so young. This is the same best friend, by the way, that sat me down and was like, what are you doing with your life? Oh, um, wow. So I, had, I was her maid of honor, and I was flying back um, to be in her wedding. And so um, I fly back to North Carolina. I'm, at, I'm getting ready to, I was like getting ready for like her, um, her bridal shower, and then here walks Dave. <gasps> Did you know he was coming? No. <gasps> no. This is a movie. <laughs> what? Yeah. And so I, I was so completely stunned, you know, this whole, like, uh, hurry, what? You know, so it was, it was, like, absolutely, like, my heart, like, crumbled. And I knew in that moment that I was so in love with him and I was going to marry that man. Um, because he'd done nothing but pursue and, and, and show his intention, um, like, all through our dating. And so, so yeah, that was definitely absolutely the beginning of, like, that's when our relationship really just started and it was amazing because he also showed like he wanted like he flew into Raleigh had my dad pick him up and like and so, like oh he, he wanted to like get to know my family and get to know my friends and um so so everything was just so intentional that is so intentional wow. I love that so when did you get married 
So, um, so my both my sisters, I have two older sisters, they ended up getting engaged as well. Um, and we all got married within nine months. <laughs> Your poor dad. <laughs> Shut up. I know, right? And that's uh, three weddings. Gosh, I can't even imagine. So that. the funniest thing was is my oldest sister, um, she was like, Hey, I've been dating my boyfriend for like four years and you just can't get married before us or you can't get engaged before us. Mm -hmm. She kind of laid down the law and we were like, all right, okay, cool. (laughs) So, um, so she ended up like that same year that she ended up getting married that March. Um, so at her wedding, he asked me to marry her. (laughs) 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 Not at her wedding. Like she got married and she went off. And then that night after we came back, (laughs) I was going to say, Oh, isn't there like a, isn't there like a friends episode about like stealing the, thunder on your night that's uh, what it made me I think of I, I always think like of, that's happened though when people are that yeah, is, he, he was yeah, it, like he listened down to the he was like okay I'll wait until like you're gone that is hilarious he's like okay you said after so literally the day like the, the, the minute yeah. after so it was that night after like all my family came back to my house the beach house that we grew up in and so he of course orchestrated the whole thing is like every like everybody was sitting in the living room and then he took me outside like on the porch and so everybody was watching it happen (laughs) so it was like intimate but still everyone you loved was there yes that's so cool it was amazing it was definitely amazing and then how long did you uh were you engaged before you got married Um, was it quick yeah it was quick we got married that june nice (laughs) so we got married when i was 22 so how long have you been married 16 years wow yeah i know that's a testament to long time these days like (laughs) marriage is lasting that long it's like especially when you're few and far between especially when you get married that's incredible. Yeah. So what's it like um, doing business? Or how did he get into the business? Because he was still surfing at that surf right. uh, uh-huh. ministry, right? Right. So he was working for the ministry. Okay, so <laughs> everything was always, like, so crazy. So he was at the the um so the whole plan actually was like that we would move here for like a year while they did the surf video and then and then move back right yeah so after that was done they were like okay we want you to move back now um but i had started hallelujah and so you know we kind of knew like that wasn't gonna happen um so that was when he was like you know what i choose to support my wife like you know this is like that ministry everything was like his dream like he he loved what he was doing um and he, but he said, you know what, I choose my wife. And so mm. that's when we made the choice that we would stay here. Um, and so from the beginning, um, he was a part of everything that we did because we kind of did it together. I mean, it was him and I working in the store every single day together. And um, so we, we'd been in it from the beginning together. Um, but I would say it was definitely difficult figuring out the roles. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because it was it was my passion and my dream and then trying to figure out, like, how to navigate, like, you know, his wisdom and, like, what he thought about the business. And then I'm like, no, that doesn't align with, like, the, the desire. And, and he's like, well, that doesn't align with the finances. You know, yeah. it's like mm-hmm. trying to figure out the roles was, it's still um, a major challenge, you know? And so it's every day it's a challenge still trying to figure out how to work together. Yeah. <laughs> um, so but. how do you navigate like separating work from your personal life? Because mm. I'm sure like if you go oh, yeah, on dates, like, like then you end up talking about work. So do you guys do anything 
particularly to separate those things? Well, he's very good at setting boundaries as far as like, okay, when you get home from work and we're together, there's no like emails, no looking at your phone, no like Instagram, mm-hmm. like we're together when we're together. Mm, um, I love that. So I, so it's very intentional in that way that we really try to just be with each other. And, and of course we try not to talk about work, but naturally, I mean, you have to talk about it at yeah, times. Yeah. So I wouldn't say we have like boundaries, like we only talk about business on Tuesday and Wednesday. <laughs> Right. We don't have that figured out. That would be a little much. <laughs> we only talk about business on days that end in day. Right. <laughs> so that's every day. Yeah. So we do. I mean, we just try to, you know, keep it to a minimum, you know. And, yeah. Um, I don't know. We, we're still trying to figure that out, just I guess. make it work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My parents work together, too. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. They own a, they own a shop in shop Raleigh. Together. Yeah. What do, they, what do they do? It's a spice shop. Ooh. Um, savory spice shop. Yeah. It's. They had gone into business together when my dad lost his job mm. right before I started college. And um, when they were working together every day, it was definitely a little bit more difficult. And now it's like a couple days a week. I think it's a little bit more balanced. Right, right. But, yeah. It's... I mean, that would be hard because, like, Michael's my best friend. I love him. But mm-hmm. he will not work from home when I'm working from home because he gets distracted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I just want to hang out. So, like, I feel like that would be so hard to draw it boundaries. Absolutely. It definitely yeah. is. Yeah. Like, I will start working, and then he'll, like, get up and, like, go to a coffee shop. I'm like, okay, cool, bye. <laughs> like, good talk. Well, yeah, I mean, But it I makes understand. sense. Yeah, yeah, he needs he needed that. works differently, too. Yeah. So. Um, so what is it about your job now that brings you the most joy? I think it's definitely being able to, like I said, like, push people, um, whether it's my employees or being able to bring a new local artist. Um, like, for example, there's, like, a seventh and eighth grade two girls that started a jewelry business and um <laughs> and they came in and presented their business and we sat down and we talked to, about their plan and we're you know profits and margins and so being able to invest in people like that anybody that's like starting a new business that you know um that needs advice or I mean it's been really cool to be able to work with companies from the beginning like like Half United um we were the first retailer to ever to ever carry them and so being able to see companies grow and uh, like grow together I mean that has been the most satisfying thing um so being able to just invest in the community again is like and I see that as my employees as people that I work with every single day so um yeah. so that is definitely the biggest thing that keeps me going it's so much yeah and I think having that why is why you've ultimately been so successful Successful, yeah because your heart is in the right place and that's when God always shows up and Mm -hmm. like works out everything for for your good yeah okay so so y'all don't have kids right Mm -hmm, so do you see your employees as like your little babies we do do you ever get like super attached and like oh my gosh girl sit down let's have a talk about life (laughs) oh believe me and that's another essay that dave is hr because he's (laughs) the one that comes in you know like when i'm at work i'm like focused on the task and i just like try to you know plow through the day and he's the one that's like he'll like sit the employees down be like girl tell me what's going on and you know they'll talk about their boyfriends and their breakups and like he he talks about real life stuff like he's, that's precious he's amazing so like as far as like investing in them especially like talking about relationships so he really invests in that way in them like he really takes the time with like our employees and um so that's a really beautiful thing um but wait what was the question again no i was <laughs> I just really like i was just thinking about those conversations like with y'all oh, not yes, having kids just, like yes. they're probably they feel like your babies oh they like, are 
Yeah. Because they're younger and like it's some of them, it's their first job probably, Uh you know, and you're like, okay, let me tell you what I know. Right. Exactly. And, and we walk through so much life together. I mean, like being able to like see them, uh, like when we hire people in high school and then we see them like go through so much and then they meet their husband and then we get to go to their wedding Wedding. and then we're holding their babies. I mean, it's like, it's insane. Like that's, but yes, they are children and we, we definitely like, like I said, like, Oh, sorry, but we're family now. So (laughs) if you you accepted the job (laughs) now, like you're in, I'm sorry. It's like blood handshake. (laughs) Right. You're in. I love that. So they definitely are our children. Have any of the women that have worked for you, like, gone on to pursue, like, their own business dreams and you've gotten to, like, see that? Yes, absolutely. I I have, like, um, several of them that have started their own businesses, um, several that have, like, gone off and moved to New York and pursued, like, a career, um, you know, in photography and and have doing amazing things. I'm so proud of all my girls. I could go on and on about, like, the accomplishments that they've gotten because I'm I'm so amazed by, like, what some of these girls are doing and is so fun to be able to watch it happen and to be able to visit their stores and be able to see. So neat. Yeah, it's it's so cool. Like a proud mama. Yeah, absolutely. I am. So So if you could tell women one thing about pursuing their dreams or like starting their own business, what would you tell them? If like I came up to you and I was like, listen, this is what I want to do. What would be your piece of advice? (laughs) I would say get started. I mean, like just do something today because we can all sit there and dream and, and, you know, create like this great idea of like what what we want our life to be. Um, But you just have to take action. Yeah. I think that it, it starts like like with a small step, you know, I got to speak at, um, the girls leadership at Academy of Wilmington last week. And it was the coolest thing. I don't know if y'all know about this. It's all girls, all girls. school. yeah. I've heard of that. And, and that's what, like I was sitting down with one of the girls and she was like, I want to be a baker. And I was like, okay, well how about just start making cookies and like, you can sell them like at your church or something, you know, or, you know, do like a lemonade stand, but with cookies. And so, you know, that's where I'm like, start right now. Like, yeah, you're in sixth grade, but start what's like yeah, yeah like absolutely people start like in sixth grade so, so um cool. so I think that's the thing is like, just start now yeah that is like Take such good advice yeah. I mean it's so simple, Very simple. Very it's simple. so simple <laughs> but like it is the fear you talked about fear earlier mm-hmm. like fear is like what's holding us back from like mm-hmm. I wonder what if what if what if I don't accomplish this or what if this fails or what if and then we get our heads we get so stuck on those like fear-based questions that we never take the first step mm-hmm, when right. all it is is just taking one little baby step at a time, right. yeah. you know? And not necessarily knowing what's going to be on Oh, the yeah, Have, having no idea. Really Absolutely. And letting it fail and like right. still doing it again, like doing something different, you right. know, still trying. There was a point when I was writing the business plan but in starting the business, and, of course, my dad was a big advisor in the whole thing, and he really helped me. And I called him crying one day because I'm like, why would I do this? This is ridiculous. Like, like if I go and get a loan and – like, I could cost us everything. Like, we already don't have, like, my husband and I, we don't have much, <laughs> you know, for ourselves. So I could cause us, like, so much harm for the rest of our life. And and my dad said, but what if, mm. the other hand? And I was like, but, Dad, like, I've quit everything that I've ever done before. Like, I dropped out of high school. I dropped out of community college. Like, you know, like, I've never finished what I've started. And he's like, we'll start now. Um, so I, I really think that, yeah, just pressing through, um, you know, those doubts and, and of course surrounding yourself with good people to be able to push you along the way and the way, the way, because, because, because we we all need that support. Yeah. We all want to quit. I mean, especially when you're tackling something that's unknown. 
there's definitely that element of like, you know, those days of, I can't do this. Oh yeah. And I'm sure those still happen. Like even like 13 years into 13 years. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. You're probably still like, what am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) Like why? Yes. Uh, Yeah. And then like when somebody asked me to speak at their podcast, I'm like, what? Why? Why? (laughs) (laughs) And here I am, like my hands are still sweaty. Like I'm sitting next to Jennifer Aniston right now. I'm like, celebrity crush. Well, thank you so much for sharing that story. That was like I know I learned so, so much about cool. you that I had no it's idea. So so. Thank you guys. Awesome. So we like to ask our guests the same three questions at the end of the interview. Okay. Mm-hmm. So number one is what is something you're currently binging, whether it's a show or something like a product, Some food you're or obsessed, food with, you're obsessed or... with, or something you currently love. Okay, it's <laughs> okay. So there is a show. I like. I'm obsessed with Australian TV right now. <laughs> so <laughs> that's so, hilarious. Yeah, it's like Google Australian shows. I'm telling y'all, there's so much good TV over there because I'm sick of American TV. So, so they have some good. Well, it, it, they have this show called Instant Hotel. It's basically like Australian Airbnbs, and it's like a contest. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it's, I'm binging that show right now. Where can you watch it? Uh, I think like Hulu, Hulu? or Netflix, yeah, okay. or something. Yeah, Instant Hotel. We'll look at it. Up. I like that. I'll have mm-hmm. to check it out. And there's another one that's like um, about the Bondi lifeguards. <laughs> this is pretty hilarious as oh. well. I'm telling you, yeah. I just realized I went deep in the Australian shows. <laughs> yeah, like a tattoo show that I watch. <laughs> yeah, like everything I watch is actually Australian. Yes. So you like start speaking in yeah. an Australian accent. <laughs> yeah, like, these are my people. Just ignore me if I do. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Uh, okay next question what is something that you love about yourself Mm. um I would say like like you said my grit um I definitely have this thing where it's like I'm just not gonna give up um you know I just keep going even though that you know when things get hard when relationships get hard like I am a committer um and so I think yeah my grit Love that. I don't know what else to say about that. No, that's I great. It. I love how like different everybody's responses are. To I that know. Question. This is like my favorite question. I know. <laughs> it's so cool. Okay. And then what is something you're excited about for 2019? Mm. Okay. So I just started another business. I saw. <laughs> um, it, it's something that's so naturally, I mean, it's definitely connected to Halu and um, it was, it's Catherine Yearwood styling. Um, and what I do is I style photo shoots or sets or whatever's needed for other businesses and companies. Um, and it kind of just started with random requests that I started getting, you know, um, like a jewelry company asked if, if they could send me their line and I would style a photo shoot for them. Um, so I continued to get requests to do that. And I was like, this is random and coming out of the blue. Like I never thought that was like a thing or, um, so I continued to do that and it ended up last, I I would say, I guess it was November that I got like several requests in one month and I was like, okay, maybe I should pursue this. So I decided to step into that. Um, so it's really navigating a whole new narrative of like trying to create and sell yourself. And it's not like I can hide behind my store. Like I'm definitely a more like behind the scenes kind of person. Um, so putting yourself out there and trying to like create uh, like a price for what your time is worth. It's like so difficult. So difficult. Uh, yes. That is the hardest thing. Y'all know thing. this. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all, yeah. y'all know. And I would say it's so challenging. But it is. So yeah, I'm just stepping into a new business and 
trying to navigate it all again and, and every day waking up like what am I doing like who yeah. am I <laughs> who am I, <laughs> so, who am I? No, that's awesome. so where can people find all of your businesses like if they want to know about Hallelujah or, um, or Catherine your styling Hallelujah.com. you can check us out there and please go shopping yes <laughs> you you will you'll you will <laughs> automatically like you'll just see something you'll click it and then you'll buy it and you'll be like oh it's in my car it's weird I have to buy this destiny yes, yeah please. I love that um, and then KatherineYearwood.com is where you can find my styling. Awesome. And then Instagram, you're at ShopHallelujah. At ShopHallelujah, yep. At KatherineYearwoodStyling. Okay. Um, and then are you going to be at our event or is just Hallelujah? Yeah. Yes. You're going to be there? Yeah. Okay. And then you can come meet her yourself. Yeah, yes. I can meet her on March 7th. Um, March 7th event at Axis Yoga for Sweat so and Shop. excited about so. this. Yes. Well, the last one was so much fun, by the way. Oh, my gosh. We looked at each other during that and we were like, uh, oh, what just happened? Yeah. I know. I remember thinking, like, I know they didn't plan on all this. No, no, no. Like, we had no idea. We were like, <laughs> we, well, we literally planned it in three days. Yeah. yeah. We had lunch because it was, like, right after the hurricane. So we had to wait till we got back to Lovington. Had lunch. Well, I'm, like, texting, texting all the vendors. everybody really fast and literally pulled it off in, like, three days or something like that. And... I don't know how we even fit that many people into that little room, but... And that's what, let me say, that's what I love about you guys, is because I think y'all, in the same way, you're like, let's do it. And then, let's do it now. Yeah. And you just make it happen. Like, I love that, because most people would be like, oh, yeah, let's plan it for, like, six months. And then it's like, no. Like, Like, let's just see. Do it now. Yeah. Yeah, and if if four people show up, then those are the four people that are meant to be there. And it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. well, you're awesome. I'm like still, I'm more obsessed with you now. I'm like, seriously, I came to look you in the eye. Um, thank you so much for being here today. It was so cool getting to know your story. And I know that you've encouraged a lot of women out there. Um, so women, if you're listening, know that whatever dream you have, start now. Use your grit, use that God-given gift that you have and go pursue it. Um, we love you so much and we will see you next week. Love you, mean it. Bye. Bye.